Here's a question. How does an ordinary person land their dream job in the sports industry immediately after graduating? Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. I'm Ruben Williams. And I'm Ryan Walker. In 2017, we said goodbye to exams and hello to full-time work. This is a behind-the-scenes reveal of exactly how the best sports industry professionals in the world created careers that most only dream of. We believe every dream job in sport is worth chasing, and that's why we want to give you the tools to make it a reality. For a proven process to getting jobs in sport, download our free ebook. How to Get Jobs in Sport, The Sports Grad Method. You can get this for free at www.sportsgrad.com.au. Hello and welcome to The Sports Grad Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker and with me, as always, is the serial volunteer himself, Ruben Williams. How are you today, mate? I am fantastic, my friend. You are gleaming through the screen today. How are you? I am. Plenty of energy. Uh, did you know that this is the 64th episode of the uh, Sportscope podcast? Just a random fact for um, for today. Um, not sure if you knew that, but I found that out earlier before as I was going through the archives. Uh, 64, the reason why I bring that number up um, is it's my second biggest score on a cricket field. Great innings uh, for Subi Floriot against Melville, I believe it was. Um, great day at Aldbury Reserve uh, down in Perth. But anyway, we, second, I won't speak about my career career, but <laughs> yeah, we can probably move on. I hope we make I hope we make it to your, your highest cricket score one day in podcast episodes. Don't don't tell me when we get there. I'll, but uh, yeah, just just surprise me again, like yeah, you've done now. I'll I'll tell you when we get there, and I'll I'll add it in the intro. I can tell the listeners out there will be wondering or guessing when is this episode going to come i won't give anything away so that's something to look forward to in the meantime today bite size app um, looking forward to this one it's all around the grassroots uh, mindset which is something that we've spoken about many a times um, and you know continues our theme of, of really harnessing grassroots opportunities my first thing around the grassroots mindset is i think it's acknowledging that everybody starts here. So, if you say you really want a job in sport and you haven't quite got that yet, but you're volunteering at your club, that's fantastic because everybody has started where you are right now. It's not a step back uh, at all. Everybody's been there and everybody has learned from volunteering at their club and, and doing something or getting, you know, learning a new skill at a club in order to get to where they want to get to. And obviously, we've had plenty of guests on the podcast so far who have all started at grassroots clubs. I'm thinking of Mitch Woods, who is now at St Kilda. Carlo Kasparian started at the the Chelsea Foundation. Absolutely. Um, you you started at the uh, the Subiaco Sharks, I believe. The Scarborough Sharks. Um, Scarborough, excuse me. Fantastic. What was your grassroots club? What was your role there? I was the vice president for a couple of years, which was fantastic. Uh, and yeah, going through that experience certainly helped me, but also helps everybody when, when they are in these positions. So mm. um, yeah, that's my first one. That is everybody starts right there. So yeah, that's fine. And for myself, for myself as well, I started out at my local football club volunteering as a social media coordinator for, for three years there. So, great point. I think it's excellent to understand when you're trying to forecast where you end up in the future and looking at other people who are there already, just understand that 
they started in grassroots. Anybody who's doing anything right now started in grassroots. The other, the next point I'll add around mindset for grassroots opportunities is that consistency creates competence. You're only going to get good at something if you produce it consistently. And one of the beautiful things about grassroots sport is that it gives you an opportunity to do something consistently for an entire season. Typically, a season will run for six months and there'll be a match on every single weekend. So, for about 20 weeks of the year, you've got the opportunity to perform a task time and time again. And if you're doing the same thing midweek, you've got the opportunity to do it time and time again. And if you pick up another opportunity over the in the cross season, then you've got the opportunity to do it time and time again. So, for myself now, people, also, people will say, wow, Ruben, like the social media on sports grads doing really well. That's because I spent three years learning how to run social media at my local football club. Yeah, awesome. I love that. I think if you can do something for that long, you're obviously going to get better at it. And that's a great example there. Social media, you probably walked in there with not, you know, a huge knowledge base of that and you walked out with a lot of knowledge in that. And because of that, you've been able to do all sorts of things with uh, with the Mighty Sports Code social media. Another thing I'll, uh, I'll add to that is, um, you know, approach a volunteering opportunity or a job at your local club with the mindset of this is this is a growth opportunity and I'm looking to create and and learn and and make the cl- make the club or the sport or whatever you're doing making it better um, an example I'll say is when I was at the sharks we basically we didn't have a lot of people who from the outside who weren't players coming back to our club and, and experiencing you know Saturday night or um, or you know after training um, dinners and things like that so we sort of came up with an idea of having an event every sort of, I think it was 10 weeks or something like that, um, which we hadn't really done in the previous season. So, we basically wanted to create an atmosphere and invite as many people as we could into the club. So, that was a way for us to get new people involved, new players, um, obviously have girlfriends and wives and all that kind of thing that are coming. Um, so, that was an opportunity for us to create something. So that's what I'd say to any person going out there to, to do something like this is have that create, it, it, that word in your mind, looking to make make something better about where you are. And the great thing about what you're creating is that it's always purposeful and meaningful and tied to connecting people, which is, which is a wonderful thing and which is why a lot of people get into sport in the first place. What I'll add to that, the next point around grassroots mindset is that persistence pays off big time. So, for example, I spoke about performing the role of social media coordinator for three years while I was at university for my local football club. During that time, there were plenty of hurdles and plenty of times where I thought it'd be, you know, too hard or it became too much or I couldn't be bothered late on a on a Friday night trying to post the teams for, for Saturday. And, you know, I stuck to it and continued on. And what ended up happening is that over three years, I just continued to collect examples of work experience. And I didn't know they were happening at the time, but they just continued to build up and build up and build up. And so, when I got to my interview at Cricket Australia, they asked me about what are some of the times that you've been able to demonstrate initiative in the past? And half of those um, responses or examples that I reeled off were tied to what I was doing at the St. Mary's Salesian Football Club one of which included introducing the hashtag Saints Abroad photo competition, whereby we encourage people to take their club kit overseas and take a photo on their holidays. 
And then from that, we lever- leveraged it into one of the community fairs. I think we had a stall at the community fair and I printed out all these photos from around the world of people wearing our football club jerseys and created a spot the country competition. So people from the community would get a slip and write down what country they thought each photo was taken from. And we got a whole lot of people engaging with that. But at the time, I just thought this would be something fun and cool to create as you talk about. But later down the track, it gave me a bank of examples to be able to, to able to talk about. So persistence pays off big time when you're volunteering grassroots sports. Awesome. What what an idea that was. <laughs> Pick the country. I re- that's It's very you, I reckon, that one. Like rather random, spontaneous, let's just create a competition and see how we go. So I like that. I like it a lot. It was the perfect combination of the things I love, being travel and sport. Exactly. We love it. And obviously cycling overseas tours. Um, yep. Have you got anything else on the uh, the grassroots mindset? Yes. I'll finish by saying that one of the best things you can continue to do while you're volunteering grassroots is just continue to build your mindset, continue to work on your mindset. And that is because how we think determines what we do and what we do determines where we end up. So, if you continue to approach opportunities with an open mind and think creatively about what you can build in this situation and persist with it over time, you're going to end up in a very good spot, just like you have Ryan from Scarborough, just like I have from St. Mary's, just like Carlo Kasparian has and his volunteer opportunities at the Chelsea Football Club. Everyone who volunteers in grassroots ends up in, in a terrific place, and that's because they approach it with a really, really good mindset. So, continue to build your mindset because it's going to ter- determine where you end up. Fantastic, mate. And, um, yeah, I, I think I hope everyone bought a pen because there's lots to digest there. Um, but the other thing is, you know, we've got sort of winter sports seasons on the horizon. So if anyone hasn't sort of gone and, and even taken a look at some local clubs that they could potentially go and volunteer at, um, now is the, the perfect time um, because they're all most definitely looking for, for help um, over the year and it's a great opportunity to learn. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends or your classmates who also have to figure out all of this sports career stuff. As you can see, this podcast is practically a masterclass and it's free. And you and your circles deserve to have it. So please share it far and wide. Finally, when you are ready to make sense of tackling jobs in sport, go check out the Sports Grad Method. This is an ebook I wrote based on eight years of trying to get into the sports industry and teaching others how to do it too. All of that is condensed down into a proven process to getting jobs in sport. If you're like me and enjoy things broken out into logical steps, then I think you're going to enjoy it. To get a hold of that, download it from www.sportsgrad.com.au. Thanks again for listening. Chat to you soon.